You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. So welcome to Cross the Line, 1524. We're live at the Columbia Street Music District. It's a 2023 series events. And uh, first of all, our recording apparatus is working because the producer... Is behind this oh. live event. <laughs> we just had an instruction, and I hit every button he hit. Instead so. of the oh, pseudo push. producer that did the last live events. Uh, he wasn't getting paid enough. <laughs> so I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag. Yes, sir. What? <laughs> Who are you? you? I can't hear you. I'm right here in the path of the music. <laughs> Who are you? What's your name? Let's try this again. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, Scotty Bourbon. Scotty, you can put the microphone. I know you're trying to drink, and but put that microphone just a little closer. It was hitting my microphone. I, yeah, I had yeah, to yeah. move the mic. We're going to do it one more time. I'm Alan <laughs> Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. Scotty Bourbon. There we go. There and we welcome are. to Across the Line 1524. We're having a blast here. In the background, you probably hear the one and only, straight from Nashville, Tennessee, Mr. Eddie Heinzelman playing. It's awesome. It's been Very a great good. night down yeah, here. Uh, we just got done listening to a little bit of a whole lot of BS. We're going to get those folks on here in a little bit. Um, we've been partaking in, believe it or not, cocktails. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we We're don't not do even that. in the speakeasy. <laughs> We're not in the speakeasy. Yeah. Got a special blend tonight. What's it called? It's, it's an infinity, infinity bottle. bottle. <laughs> yes. So, I got an infinity cocktail going so on over here. Anybody that wants to know what an infinity bottle is, when you have four or five Partial or bottles. six bottles with yeah. just a little bit in, in the bottom of each of them, you mix them together. It's all good. <laughs> you become yeah. an alchemist to yeah. make your own It's called blend. a blend. Exactly. Yeah. It's a blend. That's, That's right. right. You make a blend. Blend. It was it's a custom blend. It's a right. what, what kind of blend, Scotty? It is uh, it's Maker's in, Mark. In, infinity bottle blend. Scotty That's Bourbon, right. the alchemist. <laughs> so we've had a blast. So it's been a busy day. Uh, we're here in Metamore, Indiana for the Columbia Street Music District. First event in 2023. I've been here all day because we have the sap bucket, and this was going on. But there was an Indiana on tap event going on that Dwayne, Ruben, and Jeff went to. Uh, do you guys have a good yeah, time? That was, yeah, awesome. it was a good time. It was a good day it's in good uh, Anderson, nice Indiana. Show. So it was so the Anderson on tap. Uh, we'll festival. see how good of time you are have had after <laughs> I listen to what you've recorded. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out later. Uh, no, I actually listened to did some of it already. Did you delete all those comments about saying how much the producer was going to pick Yeah, we deleted all that. <laughs> so, look, I made it simple for him. I gave him one microphone. <laughs> one yeah. mic and a play button. And a play button. Wait a minute. Arm. And play. play. That's all you had to do. So, <laughs> so you know, it didn't seem that simple while we were there. <laughs> oh, oh I, well, I, I admit I was a little nervous because I could see Alan looking over my shoulder the whole time. Going, Don't fuck this up. Uh, Don't push uh, that button. <laughs> so, uh, so most of you have probably figured out we haven't been together as a group for a while. You've heard a lot of podcasts come out. We release one every week. A lot of them have been... Uh, one-offs were somebody did this, somebody did that, or like last week's was uh, a repeat. We replayed Eddie Heinzelman uh, since he was coming out from Nashville, Tennessee. Who you hear in the background? You hear right in the background. There. He's good. Ruben, who has not been with us that much because he's had other things going on, uh, but he's since changed employers and is more readily available now. So welcome I'm back, really, Ruben. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. We're, we are looking forward. We have not been in a speakeasy recording a podcast yeah. for couple months Way quite long. honestly uh, the last one i think was when Dwayne and jeff and myself uh interviewed anson ferrix yeah that yeah, uh, was a Wednesday. about the original bud like the box well, yeah, thank you great podcast. and out of that we're going to be interviewing a uh, presidential candidate later this year so really it's pretty cool stuff it's gonna be awesome yeah, yeah. Okay. who would have thought when we started this podcast out that we'd president. have a real <laughs> yeah, somebody running. Did, did you just hear that? No, I, I missed it. Scotty Bourbon for president. <laughs> Scotty Bourbon for president. Hey, we can well, get I'm you. All in. We can the put you on. Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
goodness, goodness, goodness. I'll be but, quiet. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> it's, it's great to have everybody together. So, yeah. Yep. Um, it's 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 great time. So we're gonna interview a few folks down here if we can grab hold of them. It's uh, you know, it started out a little slow tonight, but man, I think there's hundred and some people down here. It looks good. I see yep. people rolling in as we're standing exactly. here. I see exactly. people walking. So past. we awesome. kept the sap bucket open for several hours and. Quite honestly, this is why we opened Set Bucket. And a year ago, this is what started the whole thought process is we were podcasting down here and our wives were walking the streets and nothing was open. And so, by golly, we stayed open. And I'm going to tell you, it was well worth There's it. There's a lot of people in town. Yes. Yeah. And, a, and uh, a lot of people came. So we're doing smoked ribs, which is uh, nobody else in town does ribs. So I can I can say and not feel bad about saying that we have the best smoked ribs in Metamore. That is true. <laughs> so... Uh, we do ribs, we do uh, pizza, pizza, hot pretzels, hot dogs, corn dogs, and uh, we sold a lot of food this year. So, I wanted to point out too, while coming through uh, today, I noticed that Scotty mentioned this morning the gristmill water mill is running again. So it is. So yes. um, the the water wheel was installed and it's actually running. It's not powering the gristmill yet, but it will be. Hopefully by the end of next week, there was a alignment issue which are going to be fixed. And I talked to the folks, the gentleman from the state today stopped in and uh i had first heard that the shaft was bent it was going to take months to fix but that's not the case it's just an alignment issue uh, which they're going to be able to fix hopefully by then next weekend it'll be Super. grinding yeah, it was it was awesome. pretty neat to look up the canal and see that wheel you yeah, yeah, yeah. so a lot of folks may think that takes a lot of water to move that wheel it doesn't that yeah. wheel is so balanced if you watch that video literally a gallon of water hit that wheel and it started spinning no kidding it was yeah. amazing yeah, I can remember that as I when I was a kid yep. coming down here. My dad used to set up here during canal days with a with a booth, and I'd go down there, you know, take a break, go down there, and just sit there and watch that thing turn, watch That's go in cool. and watch, yeah. then go in and watch it grinding corn, and they sold the stuff there. I mean, that was just it's just I mean, it's history. Yeah, I think the only thing that might be bigger for Metamore as far as that tourism component is is getting the the boat back get in the, the boat water. back yeah so that 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 water wheel, that water wheel is just essential i think this for people to come down and kind of see that so yeah. for folks that don't know so i'm gonna lead you down a road here uh there's there's a, a matching grant that the state of indiana has put together for uh the canal so it's not just the boat so getting a boat does nothing because the locks need fixed as does the aqueduct so there's a seven million dollar matching grant fund that the state of indiana's put up next couple of years um, we've got to match it, and it's not the town of Menomore that's got to match it. There's other corporate sponsors that we're working with to match those funds. Obviously, we want to, you know, put an effort out there as well, and the state wanted to see the town put an effort out there because right. what they were seeing was everybody with their hand out and not much effort going in. Right. That's why it, it ended it's up being a matching. Since then. Yeah. yeah so right. we've got a group together um, that meets every six weeks. We've got events planned, and we're going to make sure that that boat ends up here. But prior to the boat, uh, there's locks that need fixed, the aqueduct needs fixed, and the boat. So, and everybody's going to say, "Well, seven million dollars? What's well, fourteen million dollars?" And they're like, "We well, don't need all that." I agree, we don't need all that, but we need to we need to match it first, and then we'll take care of right. what we needs to be done. Got to fix the locks first, uh, so before the boat because you have to have some place to store it over winter exactly you have to dry dock they dry dock yeah so actually what you don't know is we're looking at a boat that actually comes up the docking system brings it up out of the water really yeah Yeah. also i mean i'm in a mention but i believe this is the only working aqueduct in the united states i believe it is it is it's the only working wooden aqueduct aqueduct, yes Yes. yeah there's a car going on down the road here but i'm sure yeah yeah i'm sure that that canal that canal probably needs to be dredged oh the canal needs dredged out so you know quite honestly the boat was sitting on the bottom of the canal when they took it out right i mean you know and anybody thinks a lot of people try to blame other people for the boat when they brought it out, it right. broke. It was Quite honestly, it was, it was rotted. Yeah, it it weighed old. four tons more than it went in the water. It was water it was weighed in water there. And that was a that was not an original boat. It was built in the 80s. It was a replica. It was a replica. It was fiberglass, sure. and water got in, and it Tube was pores and foam. Yeah, foam. And it, it, it filled up. So. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, for our listeners, especially those in the area, and remember Metamora, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, um, you know. This is a component that, you know, come down and support Metamore. And, you know, you come down here and support these efforts and and give to that grant. And, 
um, there's a lot of there's a lot of energy going on down here in Metamore now again. So, and you're going to hear more about that. Um, we'll have more folks on. We're gonna, I'm going to have the gentleman on from the state who is now working here. Uh, he'll be one of our guests in the upcoming episode. Uh, but there's a lot of good things happening here. Right. So, um, as well as in Franklin County, period. So this just happens to be one of the areas. And great walking trails, biking trails here for miles. Beautiful. Exactly. exactly. Very nice here. A lot of great stuff. Canoeing. So, canoeing, canoeing, yes. Fishing. It's yeah, right. So today was also Canoe Fest in Brookville. Uh, last night was the Hot Wings contest in Brookville, as well as uh, cruising. So a lot of things going on in Franklin County. You anybody that's in charge of the, uh, reporting all that kind of stuff, Scotty Burwood? What's that? What's your question? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I might have to edit. <laughs> do you know anyone that that's in, helps that, out with the Franklin County Tourism Board? Oh, yes, you I do. do. Yeah, I, yeah, can yeah. you explain who? Yeah, yeah. Well, I will have her on as a guest. <laughs> yeah. We can get her over here. Maybe not tonight. Maybe well, that's one for the speakeasy. That'll be a speakeasy. Yeah. yeah. Speakeasy night. So what's everybody been up to? We haven't been together podcasting for a while. So. We're going to start with Ruben. Well, uh, you guys know, I last, over the last six weeks, I've changed jobs, went back to my original job when we first started the podcast. Uh, I left that job because I traveled too much. Exotic uh, dancer? Pardon? Exotic dancer? Exo- yes, really? exotic dancer. Overweight exotic dancer. <laughs> so, so everybody knows Ruben's wearing a T-shirt with a cross line logo, <laughs> and on the top t-shirt. of it says, in the barrel. That's right. In the Some barrel. Things, right no matter that. where he works and what he does, he's always in the barrel. Yeah, so I've, I've been... Last two and a half years has been very busy for me, and you know, my, those who know, my wife was diagnosed with MS, you know, three years ago, and it just made it difficult for me to travel my my job. Um, after two and a half years, the company called and asked me to come back, um, and I mean, that's a humble family. We get somebody to call you and ask you to come back, do what you're doing, and and uh, so now I'm I'm back local. I have my office local here, and doing doing what I do, and I I can tell you. I've felt better in the last six weeks than I have in the last two and a half years. It's, I, I love my job. I love who I work for the Gilman family. Absolutely wonderful people. Uh, Gilman Home Center, great people in that. But this is just my wheelhouse. This is what I do. And uh, I and I know you guys have seen some difficulties just me dealing with what's going on here. I and mean, that's made it rough. But um, t- taking a few pokes that I get from these guys here. But, uh, well, you know, yeah, I'm glad to be back. We ain't never going to let up on that. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. not going to stop no matter what. That's the story of my life. I, I'm... But of course, I'm never the blame, so I'm not the one that causes it. But, um, no, but you—it's uh, like adding lighter fluid to a fire. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it is. I enjoy it, you know. Well, we've been—you know, it's a little over through what three years now? A little over three years since May. And, yeah. And uh, you know, yeah, we're in our fourth year of podcasting. Fourth right year—it's just—it's yeah. amazing how fast it's gone. But that's what I've been up to, and I thank you guys. I appreciate all the support you guys gave me, and and most thing is, is just seeing kept moving. Nothing. Nothing stalled on it, and that was the whole idea: is to keep it moving. Right, right. Uh, you got s- other people came in and jo- joined in, like Scotty Bourbon here, and and uh, and, and Mike, Mike and yeah. uh, you know people jumped in and just took off, and that's where it's supposed to go. And it's about it's about the whole, not the one, and that's really really important to me. So, so we're gonna you. we're gonna go to the next guy that's got a cross the line T-shirt on, the word. That's what his says. The word. So what you been up to? I am the word. He is the Can word. Can you pronounce he it is. right? The word. Wait a minute. We need a moment <laughs> of silence. Word. What's the good the word? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. He's getting ready to speak. Ladies and gentlemen, please make welcome the word. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get edited in. For me. For me. Uh, no, I mean, it's just been, been kind of work, and I've had some projects going on at work that have kind of started – you know, really kind of coming, coming down and getting enter some real energy in them uh, and moving. You know, it's in this times. I think all these guys know that just you know you make plans, but it's a wait, 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 wait game anymore. And uh, trying to get uh, projects off the ground and then actually moving is is frustrating uh, to start with. And uh, so there's some, you know, there's some real progress in the projects I've been working on for work, and uh, it's good to start seeing real structure and uh, starting to see light at the end of the tunnel for a few of these projects that I've been focusing on for the last uh, six or eight months. So, um, you know, outside of that, uh, you know, still Robin and I are still doing the beekeeping thing, and that keeps us busy, you know, outside of our regular jobs and. 
And uh, but uh, life's good, you know. Uh, you know the kids are doing great, and uh, you know Mark and Sierra. Have, well, I think set a date for next year <laughs> to get married. Um, it's it's pretty much uh, set up, so we're going to be taking a trip in uh, 2024 out to out to Utah for a, a wedding out there, and uh, it's just going to be great. So we're just really looking forward to to that. That's awesome, awesome. Scotty Bourbon, what you been up to? Uh, Besides work, drinking bourbon, work, eat, and sleep. <laughs> repeat, repeat, <laughs> repeat. But uh, life's good. Uh, past several weeks, it's been vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually on vacation now. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. You guys, you got a vacation so, face going on. Right so now. yeah, so right I don't know how much of your, how many of your extended family listen to this podcast, but. I'm going to break it down for everybody. <laughs> Scotty Bourbon's supposed to go on a week-long vacation in Gatlinburg with his family. Started on Sunday. By Wednesday, he was back in town. I was. I was. Uh, I'm going to say no comment on that. <laughs> to, to keep the peace. There you go. <laughs> but but then you've been all again. over the place. You've done a little bit. You That's right. You have been all over the place. That's, That's right, yeah. My but, wife has uh, taken on a new job with a Frank, Franklin County Tourism. She's the yes. executive director of Franklin County Tourism, and uh, she's like, hold on, she's like more important than you now. <laughs> she is. She, <laughs> she, she always, always, she always has, has been. been. Believe it or not, <laughs> <laughs> but she's really, uh, she's a good person, and it's all. <laughs> Yeah, she's going to listen to this, Scotty. So that's, 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 that's not just the bourbon talk. No, 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 no seriously. She is. She is. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's she wonderful. Is. She it's caught a, me on the way here. I was coming across her, and, and uh, she grabbed me real quick, was chatting with me. And, uh, she, I, I haven't talked to her in a couple weeks, so no, it's great. always great to talk to. Yeah. yeah, so it's been great. I mean, it is. Uh, I'm getting – so I'm uh, on the board of directors for the chamber, so we're getting to interact a little bit outside of work. Huh? What? Steve, uh, 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 we'll grab Steve here. There's a lot of BS. Can you go? I'm going to mute you, Scotty, so you can go okay. grab him. All right. I'll get BS. Yeah. So it's it's been great. So there you go. And I, I <laughs> muted you, so if you did forget, we wouldn't hear it. <laughs> you can cuss at everything now. That's right. So it's been great. I mean, it's been crazy. Uh, for, But he's had a good time. I mean, they've been vacationing all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Pretty cool. Good, so, Dwayne, how about you, man? Well, when I put out my uh, uh, executive producer roles, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you got a you got a laugh button there or whatever. No, I just muted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a control button, yeah. Dwayne. What do you got to say? <laughs> oh wait, I don't know, Alan. Let me go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, no, just um, I mean we're busy. I mean we travel. We were gone. Uh, between work and we've been expanding our parts business. We own Hoosier Ford Auto and Hoosier Power Sports, and uh, we've been selling parts all over the country. It's getting to the point where that's a I need a full time person for that. So it's just been crazy. I mean, the growth is great. I'm not complaining, but it's one of those things like everybody else. We're looking for help, um, just trying to keep things rolling. We could do so much more, but um, just got to get those people in and. And like Jeff said too, we're chasing our bees, <laughs> trying getting ready for our extraction to pull honey off here soon. Uh, we did something different this year than last year. I got more honey this year than last year with less hives. So it's we got a lot we got a lot planned for this summer. So that's awesome. So I can tell you we've sold a lot of honey this year at the sap bucket. Yeah. It's, a, it's one that we push local honey as well as our maple syrup. Um, so it's it's great, great thing. So I haven't been doing anything. I've been laying around. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Boy, we we know. can tell. It's like you yeah. can't get out yeah. and do anything. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know what to do. Um, it's hard to find it. So all you can do is lay around after well, 80 I, hours. I prop right? my feet up, watch TV. <laughs> right. Smoke bonbons. Smoke cigars. <laughs> no, actually, you know, on my end, I work 50-plus hours a week on a day job, which it's great. Great employer I work for. I manage a bunch of construction sites. Uh, but then I work probably 16 hours in the evenings during the week, then 20-plus hours on the weekends at the sap bucket, which is great because that's what I – That's what you Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's been a, a positive return for us, and we're looking forward to, ex, you know, expanding. Uh, we're going to be able to hire folks. We didn't think, you know, the, we'd have enough revenue to do that. We, we do, though. So we're looking forward to that. It's been great. 
So we're going to add a couple guests here. That's why we're here. We're here to add guests. Batesville Liquor Co., located at 315 Shopping Village in downtown Batesville, Indiana, your place for all your cocktail needs. Whether it's beer, wine, spirits, they've got it. They've got your tequilas, they've got your vodkas, they've got your gins, and of course, your bourbons. In fact, they do barrel picks. These are single barrels that have been hand-selected by folks at Batesville Liquor Code just for you. Not sure which spirits you want to try? Maybe you want to go to one of their tastings. That's right. They have a tasting area right there in Batesville Liquor Co. where you can try some of the new and upcoming uh, spirits, uh, new and upcoming bourbons, tequilas. They do it right there in the store. You want to find out when those are? Very simple. Go to their Facebook page, Batesville Liquor Co. They list any tastings they're doing. Uh, Normally, there's a couple a week. Stop in, say hi, do a tasting. Maybe you'll find a new cocktail that you're interested in. You know, they've got it all there. They've got RTDs. Do you know what RTDs are? That's the newest fad in cocktails. It's ready-to-drink cocktails already pre-mixed in a can. Pretty simple. It's getting ready to be boat season. You buy an RTD, you put it in a cooler on ice, you've got it right there on the water with you. That's right. Go check them out. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquors located on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. As always, tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Gilman's Home Centers, with 14 locations and growing. You know what? It's the party time of the year. That's right. You might need some party rentals, and they've got them. They've got bouncy houses, tents, even slushy machines for those adult party-friendly drinks. You know what? Things are heating up, which means you need to start thinking about watering options for your lawn and garden. They've got it. You know what? It may be too hot for you. They've got plenty of air conditioning units and fans just for you. Gilman Home Centers, with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? Well, it's time for something different. Check out Hometown Radio USA, the best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA, you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. We've got our special guest here, a whole lot of BS. And most people would say that's what our that's podcast our is, podcast. a whole lot of BS. But who's to be here? Me, me, that's Becca. Becca. On, on a good day. <laughs> What's your last name? I'm Becca Milburn. I'm from Greensburg, Indiana. Um, good deal. That's yeah. I used to have a shop here. Yes, you do. And I'm away for now, but maybe coming back someday in the future. I hope. Very good. And who's the S? That, that would be me. That would be Steve Collier. But a lot of people know me as Smelly. Smelly. So if so, you used to come to Metamore and went to see the Smelly Gourmet, that's Steve Collier. That's right. And we got rid of closed up the Smelly Gourmet store, but we couldn't leave town. We got infected by the town, so we got a house back here. We live in Metamore now. Awesome, get away. awesome, awesome. So we just heard you guys play some music. It was awesome. Awesome. Yes. So yeah. how did you guys first get together? I know the story, but everybody else needs to know. How you first got together playing music? Well, he sang it. They're Nick Fest, and I heard him sing House of the Rising Sun, and I started harmonizing with him off stage. He couldn't hear me. I was just doing it quietly. And I was like, I'm going to sing with him. I would love to harmonize. So I like... I caught him when he was walking out, and I'm like, I want to sing with you someday. And he didn't know who I was. Everybody knows who Smelly is. Like, if you've been to Metamora at all, you you know who he is. He's also a very Santa Claus-looking character. More than one of us think you should be Santa Claus for well, Metamora. I have a That's Santa only, Claus suit. <laughs> That's only I played Santa. Santa Claus has a goatee. He's a trendy Santa. I've trendy been playing Santa. Santa for the last several years for the fire department <laughs> at Christmas time. He's a hip Santa. Hip Santa. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Retro. So... Steve, tell us about your musical background. I know part of it. So, actually, Steve and I played together. We were both asked to play at a church uh, yeah. not so long ago for our uh, music thing. Yeah. So, uh, 
he and I stood up there next to each other, and he started playing song Hi, from yeah. a Catholic church. I'm like, hey, I knew that. <laughs> I was raised Catholic, but I started playing guitar, uh, actually, uh, when I was 18 or 19, something like that. And I got into playing it with, a, with a, some uh, a church group at a uh, downtown Friday night coffee shop they had and I that's where I started to learn I never had any formal training I can't read music but in any case when I got transferred I was in the Navy I got transferred to a new place I went looking for music people like I liked hanging out with them people and the songs they were done were church songs and I wound up in an Assembly of God church in uh, North Connecticut and it wasn't very long after I got there like two or three weeks the only musical uh, what do they call it accompanist they had there was a Navy person who transferred out. And this is a very small church, 35, small church, 35 yeah. people maybe. And I was the only one there that played any instrument at all, even though I was new and even though I wasn't very good. The pastor said, Steve, I need you to do that. He played piano, but he said, I can't do that and run the, the service too. Right. And I said, I don't know how to. He said, don't worry. It's easy. So I started playing there. And I started playing these very simple church songs, no music required. And uh, I learned how to do that. I did that when you do it three times a week, three services a week, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday. And uh, that's, so that's how I learned to play. And it was all church songs at, the, at the first. After that, I was in the Navy, so I was transferred around a lot. When I got left that church, the next musical thing was when I was much older with a bunch of friends, we go out camping. And, well, let me just say there was a lot of drinking involved. <laughs> no, Steve, get your guitar. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> we don't know anything about that. Yeah. There was a lot of drinking involved, and I, I played my seven songs over and over again, and, and we had a good time. <laughs> this is, you know. You probably knew those seven <laughs> songs very, very well, though. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> and there was always three songs they always wanted me to play that I never did because they were too long. American Pie was American Pie. American Pie. <laughs> we scratched I got that. that. We got it on our playlist now. We've been working on it, but it's like 45 years later, 50 <laughs> years later. So, so do you know what his other big hit was? The what? McClain. Yeah, I didn't know he had another big hit. He no. He did. What? Everybody says it's Starry Starry Night, but the name of the song is actually Vincent. Ah, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yep. I like that because I'm familiar with yep. Vincent. Yeah. And the painting, Starry Starry yep. Night. Yep. I've got that at home. Well, not the original. Well, it's, it's about the it's about Van Gogh, obviously. Yeah. So. yeah. so don't go, don't you go anyplace. You're on here next. Hi, Kat. <laughs> so, so after that, I know you played with a group here in Metamore for a while. Yes, and actually, Katrina Campbell was uh, one of them too, sitting right here. No, he's fine. He's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the Baggy, Baggy Bottom, Bottom Boys. Boy. It was <laughs> Katrina and the Baggy Bottom Boys. <laughs> And we played for 11 years here in town. Nice. Uh, and it was, we did some gigging out, and, and we, we had a good time. It was based, Katrina was the only real professional musician. G.I., G.I. was, he was the, the bluegrass. Purist. That's right, purist. Because he was born and raised in the Kentucky Hills, and so he kept us on. I didn't know, I didn't even know how to spell bluegrass at the time. I think that pissed him all off, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, said, I, I learned. I mean, what? I smoked some grass before. I don't know if it was blue or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's, yeah, we did 11 years, and, and I learned a lot of bluegrass songs. And that is probably the the most uh, experience uh, experience right. that I got right. in playing music. So, Becca, uh, have you sang professionally? So, oddly enough, I got my backing largely in church music as well. My mom started me on piano lessons when I was four. Yep. Um, I'm a very rusty pianist now, but I started violin at 10, I think, or 11. Um, and then choir. I was a choir nerd when I went to high school and college. So I did choir. We toured a little bit. Like, that was kind of cool, but it was very religious-oriented. So this is, like, the first time performing not at church. And when the way I grew up, when you're at church, you're not really performing because... That right, would right, defeat right. the purpose at right, church, how right. I grew up. You're honoring God at that point. Yes. Right? So I, you, you were choir. Dwayne and I, we were band. 
Because one oh, day, oh yeah, I, I did camp? symphony, but it's violent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, not at band camp. Yeah, one day at band camp. One day at band camp. <laughs> it did not involve <laughs> oboes, did it? <laughs> and then we were in four H together, and that's oh my. Yeah, I missed telling you, and uh, you don't need more more of my history, but you said them songs I was doing with Catholic Church. Yeah. I had a lot of time while I was at the Assembly of God Church over at Catholic Church, too. I don't know. They had that, um, well, I forget what they call it, charismatic movement going yeah, on. exactly. And I was smack, I wound up smack in the middle of that music. Yeah, I did, too. I ended up playing at, Stu- at Steubenville University where that charismatic Oh, cool. It just, actually yeah. started. So I just played stuff. several churches as I moved around. I go look up one of them groups yeah. and do some more music. Yeah, there. it was so. awesome. So the deal was, we Steve and I were both asked to play for a music event for a ch- the local church right. here. And <laughs> yeah, so I get up right next to Steve, and he's in. We we're the only two that really knew each other. So we're next to each other, and he sings a song called "Seek Ye First. So well, that was like one of the first songs I learned. <laughs> playing music in a Catholic church. I'm like, mm-hmm. huh, Catholic, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so do you still play the violin? I, I do a little, but I've actually moved on. I'm learning the cello. So it's more I taste now. It's deeper. The violin tends to sound a little tinny to me now. So She, she brought her cello to one of our practice sessions and uh, played. she's learning to play it. She'll know we get together First time again. I played, he's like, do you uh, have a way to turn that down? And I'm like, I'm like I don't think so. I said, I yeah, might could then, maybe not both. Then so she did turn it down just a little bit. And oh my gosh, the, the bass, oh, how it filled out. Right. My it's guitar playing, my solo guitar playing, ain't that good. It, it's like my voice by myself. Ain't that I want to say, when she said something to me, I spent years trying to find somebody to sing with me to harmonize on right. my own outside the band right um because the band katrina here i'd love to harmonize get her to sing with me but she does a different kind of music than i did she right. couldn't get into the kind of songs i was doing so much i couldn't find anybody and then she, and i i heard she would like to sing with me i said well a woman can she sing and we got together and man it works so pretty yeah, yeah. It is, it is. the thing that works best is my so my beautiful. my style of playing is not I'm because I'm not professional. I haven't done a lot. It's not that slick. I seldom do a song the same way twice in a row. Katrina with the baggy bottom boys. She always said, "No, that's not how we do it. Here's the rhythm." She'd straighten me out. On it. <laughs> but now it's just me. Every time we do a song, it seems like it. But she has the innate capability. She can. She is I flexible hear the harmonies when I don't want to hear the wherever I go and whatever the rhythm is. So, Steve, I just want to tell you, what you did not see is the eye rolls while you guys were performing it. <laughs> You'd start a song and she'd roll her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> did I really? No, I'm, I'm just like, kidding. oh, no, I might have. <laughs> she's never flipping the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I did have to do that. I'm like, wait, where are we yeah, at? Just <laughs> so you know, she wasn't sure she didn't roll her eyes. <laughs> I was not. I tried not to do it. I cannot but, control yeah. what oh, happened. we're on the river now. Okay. <laughs> Good deal, good deal. Well, it's awesome. You guys sounded great. Thank you. Uh, and it's a totally different sound than other things going on here. So it's it was so, great. So I got I got a quick question for both of you, really. So you so what brought you to Metamore? Uh, That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how we wound up here. I was in the Navy for 20 years, and then I retired, and I went and worked in the commercial nuclear industry. And when I was over at Fernald site in Ohio, yeah. Uh, I was there for, uh, I don't know, seven, eight years. And that's where I met my wife, my current wife, uh, Brenda. And she worked there, too. I was an environmental uh, uh, engineer. She was an environmental scientist. And that's what we did. And that site is a cleanup site. Right. And the nature of that kind of work is when you got it all cleaned up, you got to move somewhere. Your job's over. You, you put, you, put Harsh, yourself out you? of work, okay? Did you work with right. Phil Harsh? I'm not sure that there was 2,000 people oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple of thousand people there. Yeah. So I don't know. But in any case, in 2003, our piece of the work there was done. And when you do that kind of work, you, you know, when your job's done, you pack up and move on to the next site because that's where the money is, and uh, there's always another site. Well, we got done, and we looked around. We had four kids between us in high school down here and we said man we are not moving i moved my kids so many times while i was in the navy we're not moving so what are you going to do we didn't know what we were going to do we had my navy retirement pay to 
barely tied us along. So we were screwing around with little craft things and going to craft shows in the summer. And we heard something about this craft show out here in Metamora in August. We didn't well, we didn't know what it was at the time. Just craft. So we come out here in August of 2003 to check out and see what this thing. They called it Canal Days. What this craft show was, <laughs> and about renting a booth or something. We drove home uh, several hours later, scratching our heads, saying, "Gee, did, did we just rent a shop building?" <laughs> <laughs> we did. I mean, we never had that in mind, but I told you what we had done. She was making bath and body products, and her soaps and lotions did not do well in July, 95 degree heat. Mm-hmm. And I was making uh, wooden boxes with uh, computer boards inside of them, and I put CDs on for clock. Every time I packed them and unpacked them, they got scratched up. And the store, store was, I mean, well, look at this town. Right. We were fascinated by it. And the store, right. the rent was cheap and no lease required. And so we rented the place and started coming down. Neither one of us could even spell retail. <laughs> but we Could you we, spell metamore? <laughs> no. Could you pronounce it we right? We did after that because oh. we started driving back and forth to work. And that was, uh, that was 23 years ago. So we moved to a bigger shop building and... Uh, I wanted. I saw it didn't take me long to figure out that my Italian. I lived in Italy during my 20 years. I lived for seven of those 20 years in Italy, and Italian coffee bar is what this place needed. And I was a guy, you know. So we rented a bigger place and opened it, and that's how we started up the Smelly Gourmet. It was a coffee bar originally. Nice, good uh, deal. And then we moved into a bigger house. The we bought the house. We moved into it, the Baines house and put the coffee bar in there and then we had all this room that's when we started doing sandwiches because one winter we're open because we lived in the building so we're open all the time and people came in and they were wanting to know where to get something to eat and we were sending them out of town down to hearthstone right. i said what's wrong with this picture right yep. i said i can do sandwiches because i like cooking too so we started doing that, and that was a start of a real good thing, the Smelly Gourmet. So. Good deal, good deal. Awesome. So, so Dwayne, his wife is from our neck of the woods. She's a Decker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know some of the Deckers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I got the baby of the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's number eight of eight kids. Oh, boy. Brenda. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. So you're... You're the Italian stand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got yeah. Katrina. Katrina's already got the nickname thing covered. She's the one that came up. She came in right after we'd opened our place originally. When we opened it down here, it was called All Occasions Gift Shop LLC, and that was a sign we had on the side of our first building. And I looked around. Brenda ran the shop while I learned the town. I walked around and I realized. Man, that name sucks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> one problem this town had was names of shops were terrible, and ours was the top. Of the, so when we moved to the place where we put in the coffee bar, we spent a lot of time trying to come up with a good name. Right. And here's where the smelly came from. No. <laughs> My wife, Brenda, made a bunch of things, but one of the things she made was a product called a smelly jelly. It was oh. a home fragrance. It was a jar. You take it home. Instead of a candle, you take the right. jar home, you open the lid, pull the seal out, and you set it there, and it smelled good. She sold a lot of smelly jellies, okay? And I was selling a lot of coffee. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. And we Some decided. people are going to get the wrong idea about smelling jelly. <laughs> we decided the perfect characteristics for the name of a shop, our shop, we wanted a good name, and it had to be cute, memorable somehow. Right. Uh, and somehow represent who we are what we do and so we kicked around a gourmet for the coffee smelly because we couldn't figure out smelly jellies smelly smelly gourmet cute memorable yep it was cute and it was memorable so that's what we went with and then she was she was she had been a customer for a while coffee customer see we called her i think that was why she had to give me a nickname we called her triple shot (laughs) katrina because she'd come in frequently and order a triple shot of espresso. espresso. And she came in one day right after we opened the store with the name Smelly on it. And she looked at me and she said, Steve, she said, you calling this place the Smelly Gourmet? She said, it's your place. She pointed at me. She said, it's your place. So it must, you must be Smelly. <laughs> and she said, so that's what I'm going to call you. And, and I'm going to tell everybody. She knew everybody in town. That's how the, my nickname of Smelly came about. Good deal. Nice. Good deal. <laughs> and since I closed the shop, I've been trying to get rid of it because some people perturbates it to stinky. 
Yeah. That's this my kids. We're not, we're not going to go there. Well, I know that. Smelly. You know, think, about, think about this. Smelly jelly. You can get a lot of... I know. There's so many places you can go with that. You can go yeah. the wrong direction Very with many. that real quick. <laughs> Oh, I don't give a shit. We sold a lot of them. There you go. There you go. We don't get bleeped on this program, do we? No. I don't, I don't give bleeped. a flying oh, no. You got to go pretty far. You gotta yeah, go. you got to do a lot to get bleeped. So let's give a microphone to Kat while she's here so oh, yes. we can talk a little bit about here, what's going that. on in upcoming events. All right. I don't know if you're attached to it yet. I got Smelly's microphone. Hold on a second. Can y'all hear me? All right. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to turn you down. Talk All right. Am I loud? Imagine that. No. That, 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 that's <laughs> inconceivable that I'd be loud. I don't know if you needed a mic. There we go. So. There all we right. Go. So we're here with Kat Campbell as well. So, Kat, you put all this together. Columbia yeah. Street Music District, second year, first yes. concert of the year. Yes. Uh, tell us first uh, about who all played today. We are so excited. We had a great bunch today. Well, of course... Smelly and Becca, so they call themselves a lot of BS. Becca and Steve, uh, so the BS, and they well, that's uh, better than Smelly Jelly. Yep, and there's there's no more local than Smelly and Becca because they are just Metamora personified, and so that's wonderful. We also had Michael T and friends. They are out of the Brookville area and wonderful people, so community minded and love just to. And, and he does a lot of work, uh, volunteer work with like nursing homes and things like that. Just very generous with his talent. And they are just wonderful people. So Michael T and friends. And then Linus Tate. Um, they're out of Oxford. So very local and um, so, just Yeah. So some of us, gorgeous. some of you last year listeners, we interviewed Alex Poteet yes. from Linus yeah. Tate. Okay. Right. Okay. Yep. So yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. I was just sitting over there with Noah earlier, yeah. who's the other, the other partner in that. Now Linus Tate also sometimes has a drummer they they go with right. a trio but uh, we always just do because we, our stages are pretty small over here so uh linus tate is always just a wonderful option because uh oh my gosh that harmony great is gorgeous. music great harmony yeah, yeah and they're just so solid and so good and then uh uh on the main stage the stones of claiborne opened up which you guys i know you uh, you yep. uh interviewed michelle and chris um and so that uh they've got a duo themselves called uh the Bentley Brandstetter Project. They're a husband and wife duo. Both of them play keys and both of them sing. Um, Michelle and I had a duo a long time ago and uh, still get together and do as a matter of fact May 27th we did a, a show that uh, we call our duo Sissy and Me and um Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we just we thank you so much. We uh, love. Uh, we, I we met over a shared uh, hardship. She was going through a terrible divorce. I had gone through a terrible divorce about ten years earlier, and uh, you know the only thing that makes uh, really awful times better is if you can help somebody else through that same awful time. Exactly. You know, exactly. and say, you know what, I walked through this. You're just about. 10 yards from something good so just hang on keep walking and that's kind of that was our relationship and she loved to play she had a beautiful hand on the piano and a beautiful voice and we'd sit down and play and I remember when I was going through my divorce and my mom was dying and all that stuff was happening the only time I ever felt normal was when we sat down around the piano and just did some music and sang some harmonies and so I was like you know I don't know what to do for this girl she was just shaking and she was just going through so much and I was like let's sit down we're just gonna sing we're gonna play and and uh it soothed her like it did me. I mean, music is good for that. And so when we uh, when we we did our thing for a while, and her and Chris got together, and then I started this Stones of Claiborne thing because uh, it was started it as a trio. But Frank Black also lives in town, and. Uh, Christopher, uh, Chris said, uh, used to live in Batavia and sold his house and they got married and now he's a Metamore person too. And so we thought, what better way to open these shows than with four Metamore musicians? So we actually spent the year recording um, a bunch of original music. All of us, Frank, uh, Michelle, Chris, and myself all uh, spent a lot of time writing some music and uh, we just don't have it mastered and mixed yet. Um, and so um, I don't know if it'll be ready this year. That's just a long process, and we're all not trained in that, so it takes some time. But uh, we decided that would be the best way to handle this uh, music thing is for us to 
open it up with uh, four Metamore musicians who write and that sort of thing. And then, of course, Eddie Heinzelman tonight. Um, Eddie and I graduated about a year apart. His wife also was about a year behind me, and um, he's made real good down there yep. in Nashville. Yep. Uh, tourists with Rodney Foster and writes and does some amazing stuff. You can hear him in the background out there. And uh, Eddie is just a sure bet, and uh, we love him. And he's just such a great guy, in addition to be a great, being a great musician. So that's our lineup for this time. I'm sorry I got a little distracted, but that's our lineup for this time and uh it's uh it's it's a this is this has been one of my favorite lineups that we've ever done because yeah. we've just got we're, some we're, we're all big people. eddie heinzelman yeah. fans so yeah history uh eddie and i played music at the same exact time uh, during the 90s playing well. country he was in a band called durango i was in a band called the hollow we went to each other's shows so this is how strange things are I'm interviewing him last year. With the, we're all interviewing <laughs> right. him. Halfway during the interview, he starts talking about him and his brother playing in a band called Durango. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know you. He goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. That's great. After a few bourbons, you get confused. But Well, yeah. <laughs> so we actually, last night, we went to listen to a band called Togas, which his brother was in as well as uh, their bass player from Durango back in the 90s. No kidding. Uh, and Eddie. Eddie came up, and uh, it was great yeah. to see him and his brother together playing. Yep. Some awesome. things never change. His brother's stage present. His brother with Durango would stand up there and sing, and when he'd talk, he'd hold his finger out <laughs> like that. Some things never change. <laughs> <laughs> so it, was, it was great to yeah. watch. That's terrific. A couple of those band members are here. Yeah. 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 Oh, no kidding. Actually, That's their, their wives, their oh wives came to the sap bucket. And I'm checking them out. I'm like, man, you guys look familiar. What are you here for? Well, we're here for the music festival. Who are you here to see? Eddie Hansman. Well, we're so great. And then I look at him. I'm like, we saw him last night. Were you, weren't you guys at A-Tom? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm so-and-so's wife. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I know who you are now. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. So it's, it's great. Yeah. Music is a great thing. Yes, it, it is. Uh, it binds people together forever. It really does. Honestly. It's a connector. It connects people to memories. It connects people to their past. It connects people to each other. It's it's a connector. That's what music is for. It really is. It really brings people together. No matter what's going on, you start playing some really, really good music, and everybody, before long, they're arm in arm, and they're swaying back and forth, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing. So when's your next series of concerts? My next what? Series of concerts for Columbia okay, Street. Okay, well... We've got. Of course, you've got, got one. I think at Cat and the Fiddle. Yes, right? Cat and the Fiddle next uh, next month, uh, July the twenty second is Ricky Nye. Ricky Nye, the great Ricky Nye. He's a boogie woogie blues piano player uh, that plays all. Yes, literally. we so we, him. Came, we came down last year. No, yeah. no. Well, we did, but we literally uh, all over the world. He plays. Yeah. He's yeah. so good. He's amazing. Um, so that's on July the 22nd. Then August the 5th is the next Columbia Street event. And uh, the headliner for that event will be the Wallens. Uh, they've got a third person that they're playing with. The Wallens used to be just huge around here, and now they've moved to the UP of Michigan. Yeah. And they've got a third person with them. So they call themselves the Make Believe Spurs now. So it'll be Brian and Molly and Mavis, yeah. and they'll be headlining. Um, the opener for uh, on that stage uh, because Chris is not available, and so I'll be debuting the world debut of my new band called Cat Camel and the Two Dollar Pistols, cool. which has a little blues rockabilly bent to it so that'll be a lot of fun and uh we've got dean phelps we've got smelly and becca again um and so we've got a lot of really neat things going nice. coming in nice. august that's going to be a really wonderful show Good and deal. then uh in september well of course the beginning of september we is the, is the music festival on labor day weekend and there's live music all over town and we will have some folks playing at the cat and the fiddle also maybe uh, at Harlan's also it just depends on who's willing to come over and do some extra stuff right. and so um, and then uh, the next Columbia Street event after that will be uh, September 23rd the headliner for that event will be uh, my brother's keeper 
and nice. Stones of Claiborne yeah. will be back again to open for them. Yep. We also have a couple of Cincinnati musicians who love Metamora, and uh, we try to keep it as much local as we can, but um, uh, Doug Hart, and then there's a new duo in Cincinnati that everybody's all excited about, and I got them uh, for the September show, and that will be the Johnny and Gina duo. And so we've got some other things coming. So if you go to Columbia Street Music District on Facebook, like and follow, and you will see all the postings for all the bands and all of the different things going on. And then um, in October, I, it's, I think it's the first Sunday in October. I want to say it's like the 5th or the 6th. We've got Jimmy D. Rogers, which is that's who we saw. That's the real saw. deal. Yeah. 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 We Jimmy interviewed D. Ricky Nye. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's yeah. amazing. Ricky Knight is all kinds of boogie woogie. Jimmy D is amazing. straight up blues musician. Oh. He lives it. He breathes it. He makes his living at it. And he what's is funny, you, you watch him play piano. You think he's a piano player? Until he gets behind and the drums. And then he starts, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Ricky. He's a drummer. That's Ricky. Ricky's also a drummer. Yeah. Jimmy D uh, also plays the bass and bass, does a lot yeah. of other things, too. So Jimmy D will be in October. And then in November, uh, November the 5th, which is a Sunday also. So the October and November shows at the, and those will just be cat and fiddle shows. Can we reserve our seats now? Absolutely. <laughs> you just let me know. The cat and the fiddle has a very different vibe from the whole Columbia Street thing. The cat oh, and the yeah. fiddle is one of the right. stages for Columbia Street but when when we have just a cat and fiddle event it's kind of a everybody hunkers down we seat multiple parties at tables together so you get to know your neighbors everybody's sharing a bottle of wine right. everybody puts their forks down and bourbon yeah they put their forks down they lean forward they listen we get a lot of original like songwriters they want to hear the stories and it's it's really a very different vibe and so uh, the two last shows of the year will be October and November and the last show will probably be the Pistols again, Cat cool. Camel and the Two Dollar Pistols. Cool. So, uh, I can, we've, we've I, can great... I can relate the Cat and the Fiddle to having somebody perform in your living room. Yeah, very yeah, much a, so. To me, it's a, it's a speakeasy atmosphere. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. But you very just much you so. feel so relaxed. It's like you're sitting there just. Yeah, and you can. I mean, I, that's that's the well, easiest way. Got, it's just like they're in the living right. room with yeah, you. Yeah, so. you've got couches and and yeah. big upholstered chairs pulled up to tables, and everybody's sitting around. Many times, it's not unusual at all. At the end of the show, we've got as many musicians in the audience as we do on stage, right. and at the end of the show, many times everybody will just go over and gather around that baby grand, and everybody just kind of breaks out their instruments and sits and jams and plays and sings, and we pass the bottle of wine around, and it's a really magical kind of. Situation. That's how I got to Scott and the bourbon. Was yeah. he singing? Was Scott no, singing? No, but he was just like, "We're home. This is where we live now." It was. Yeah, it's a really fun. It's a. It's a really neat feel in the Cat and the Fiddles. So Good we're deal. really tickled to. Uh, Good deal. So we probably should mention. I know you got sponsors that that yes. put this on, help put this on. So go ahead. Once you name your sponsors and help with this, we've got. I don't have my list right in front of me, but um, uh, the main stage sponsors are, of course, you and Hometown Radio, and we've got uh, you've got all kinds of stuff with that. We've got um, the uh, Ben and Kathy Tuppy have been wonderful. They have uh, they've uh, they're putting up the headliner tonight, and um, they also have uh, donated for the. Uh, haunted tours and also for the escape room we also have uh bill smith who um has been amazing he called me last year and he said let me know what you need and i'm here uh you know and so he's helped us get our llc which we have now so we're really excited about that and um so the village smith and the uh, new coffee shop in apothecary which smelly was very instrumental in getting started and as well as the metamora inn they're putting up our august folks um and then also fcn bank so those are our main stage Good sponsors deal. in Good addition deal. to the sap bucket and uh hometown radio and the, this podcast, Cross which you guys 15, have been so involved. And then our uh, side stage sponsors, oh gosh, we've got so many. We've got um, um, uh, Whitewater Pub um, has gone ahead and uh, put uh, ads in the papers and stuff. And so they donated that. We've got the Have a Bite restaurant. We've got Pavies. We've got Sh uh, Shermer's uh, 
uh, automotive. automotive. They do. They fix yep. um, all kinds of. They fix cars and and lawn equipment and all kinds of stuff. Shermer's has been really great and uh, Skyline. And there's so many. I'm sure I'm forgetting some. Firestone, yes, Firestone helped. Um, so we, so many wonderful sponsors. I wish I had that. I think I got everybody. If, um, if not, we can double men. That's but exactly so right. The main thing I want everybody to realize is how much it's grown since last year. Exactly. Yeah. So I was going to say you, you know, cross line 1524. You mentioned us as a sponsor. Absolutely. But I can tell you, as a group of guys that. This has been special to us. Thank you so really much. Has. That means the world. You guys being on site at every single show and interviewing our folks, our musicians and stuff. It has been such a wonderful partnership. I'm so thankful to you guys for just taking an interest in what we're doing over here. And, uh, you know, we uh, we got a new stage. Um, it's not all the way finished. And everybody was all kinds of out of joint about that. These poor people were trying. They just kind of, uh, they, they had had really big dreams and it, you can see if it's you look coming. at the stage it's, it's looking beautiful good. it's yep. going to be gorgeous they don't have a roof on it yet so we've got a big tarp over it and we kind of made a makeshift roof um but they also did um you know stacks and retaining walls and little stairs and all kinds of things and yep. did all kinds of stuff and that was uh cv moore and his crew did that and so everybody was all concerned because you know we didn't have everything done but you know as soon as the music started Who and cares? everybody yep. was walking around and singing and enjoying and you could hear music coming out of all these different little beautiful old houses that were literally before we got this place they were scheduled to be raised all these gorgeous little old right. quirky buildings that cottage, were just yes. oozing yeah. with character right. and they were going to raise them all and just make this all parking and thank goodness for the the foresight of my mother-in-law Jeannie uh Sherard and she said no we're not going to raise these buildings we're gonna we're gonna save them and they sat there for a little while because we couldn't figure out what to do with them but um, now they are just brimming with music and music is flowing out of them and so it's just it does our hearts good to see that things are moving in that direction and everybody's happy and got lots of music on Columbia Street and hopefully for years and years and years to come so good deal good yeah, deal but, yeah, we, we absolutely appreciate what you and your family and Thank this group so of people that you keep working with down here are doing for not only Metamore, but for the whole county. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That means so much to me because I'm just a card-carrying knucklehead musician, dirty hippie <laughs> running around. And so uh, trying to pull all this stuff together is a pretty tall order for right. me. And uh, so it's, well, it's not... I'd have to say something to that because <laughs> I, I tell you, Kat, you... you People magnetate to they magnet to you. Oh, you, bless your you heart! You have this magnet magnetism <laughs> about you, you yeah. and people want you. You lead. You, you're a great leader because people want to do things for you because you see greater things. Well, it's bless the energy. Your heart. Is this it? You see well, this energy? energy. I mean, so, it's, I it's a triple shot of cappuccino every yeah. morning. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well I mean, like, it's, you got all this energy. I'm like, I'm like just said, highly caffeinated. So we're we're standing here and we see the energy. Our listeners can't see it, but I'm sure they're feeling the energy. You know, Alan's now heavy down here. Look, this is how much the energy transfers. So. I freaking spent my life savings to buy a shop down here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's you know, right. And the thing it's just is, a year. You yeah, know, I can just think about it. Regardless of anybody says, I'm sure a conversation between you and Alan sort of sparked some of that with you guys. Oh, oh, we had some conversations. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I mean, you wouldn't believe the amount of times through the year that I'm like, Lord, I cannot do this. You've got so this whole thing runs on nothing but prayer and elbow yep. grease. That's you know, not that's not all that. this is is prayer and elbow grease. But you know what? So, in, the, in the end, the story will sell i right. pray that yeah. it does it, does, yeah. it already it already is, is. You know? it already it's is. going yeah i look at That's oh right. my gosh i know there's it's, so many people in it oh it makes me so happy but i look at i look at bevan scott and uh, ben and kathy Teppy and smelly and brenda there's so many people that have just like shoulder to shoulder just got down on the mud with us and just made it happen just grunted it out and made it happen and we're we're so thankful it, it, this is not 
I can't take any credit. This is a total community effort right here is what this I is. I thought There's Scotty was waving for credit. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so, so much for your participation yeah, and your support. Yeah, yeah. So, love it. so thank you for being on a podcast again. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much for having me. It's been me. awesome. It's awesome. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt. Scotty Bourbon. Oh, wait, is it right there? Yeah, there it is. Scotty Bourbon. Scotty Bourbon. And our special guest? Cat Campbell. And we'll see y'all. Uh, we had Smelly. Smelly and Becca. And Becca. A lot of BS. Lot That's of what BS. they call themselves. Well, we're going to pour us a lot of BS. We'll see y'all next time. Indiana on tap. The 2023 schedule is out, and you're going to want to mark your calendars. The first one kicks off on March 11th. It's a second annual Newcastle on tap for St. Patty's Day. The next one is May 6th, the seventh annual Savor Lebanon. Then May 20th, the third annual Tipton on tap. Tipton, Indiana will be at the town square. The next one's June 24th in Anderson. It's the eighth annual Anderson on tap. After that, we move to Rushville, Indiana for the annual Rushville Libations on July 29th. From there, we come back to our hometown in Brookville, Indiana for the third annual Brookville on Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival. We round things out on September 23rd. It's the sixth annual Loggers and Lawrence Oktoberfest. These are all sponsored by Indiana on Tap. We'll have more information on each one of the events as they get closer. And guess what? Across the Line 1524 crew will be there. You can go check out the calendar events on indianaontap.com. Like I said, we'll be there, and each week we'll talk a little bit more about the upcoming events. Indiana on Tap, craft distillers, craft breweries, and local wineries. Go check them out. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy out on the road. You know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter. And cross the line 15 slash 24 on Facebook. Give me one before you kick me out the door.